I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers. Okay, looking around the NHL, two minutes left in the third. The Islanders lead Carolina 5-2. The Golden Knights have shut out the Ducks 4-0. The Bruins have shut out Columbus 4-0. And the Devils have shut out the Avalanche 1-0. Jack Hughes, only goal of the game, 2.59 into the third period. Devils are uh, actually doing okay so far this season. Still coming up tonight, Penguins at Canucks, Jets at Coyotes. I'm here at Rogers Place. The Oil Kings are taking on the Hitmen. Calgary leading at 1-0. The first period just ended. Shots are 14-7 for Calgary. In the CFL, five and a half minutes left in the second quarter. Winnipeg leading BC 14-3. World Series, well, the Phillies are back in it. Top of the fourth. Astros lead 5-3. Houston was up 5-0, so the Phillies have rallied here. They have a couple uh, runners on base with two out in the top of the fourth, so we'll see if they can uh, keep going. They just put a little graphic here on the TV that they, they have been at bat here for 18 minutes now in the top of the fourth against Justin Verlander. So the uh, World Series off and running. Appreciate you tuning in tonight. Oilers on this station tomorrow. Face-off show at 6.30. They're going to take on the Calgary Flames with the puck dropping at 8. It'll be Jack Michaels on the call tomorrow with Bob Stoffer as uh, your analyst. You can get in touch, 780-496-0063. That's the hotline presented by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed, pro all the way. So, I want to just follow up on one of the storylines from last night's game for the Oilers. ton of penalties. So the Oilers were shorthanded 10 times. The team record is 12. We talked about that last night. Uh, and a, a couple occasions, they'd been shorthanded 11 times. So not a team record for the number of times shorthanded, but a lot. So I looked something up today. I, I wanted to think, what's the most times that a team has been shorthanded ever in the NHL? Well, it turns out it was, uh, it was the Atlanta Thrashers. They were shorthanded 16 times against the Toronto Maple Leafs on October 14th, 2005. Though this was coming out of the lockout, they changed some rules, they changed some enforcement. There were a lot of power plays that season, especially early in the season, and that would have been an early season game. So Toronto had 16 power plays against Atlanta October 14th, 2005. That's the most power plays one team has ever had in a regular season game. And then there are three occasions, and, and I, I try not to bombard you guys with too, too many numbers, but sometimes it's unavoidable, and the, the Oilers are going to pop up a lot on these two lists. So I, I wouldn't have done this if there, I wouldn't have gone this detailed if there wasn't the Oilers angle, but, but just bear with me here. So, so the Leafs had 16 power plays against Atlanta. That's the most ever in a regular season game. On three occasions in the regular season, a team has had 15 power plays. October 8th, 2005, 
another early season game. Atlanta had 15 against Washington. They scored four times. December 23, 2005, another one from 05-06. Carolina had 15 power plays against Florida. They only scored once. Interestingly enough, the other team to have 15 power plays in a game was the Edmonton Oilers, but it was not in that 05-06 season. It was October 10th, 1995. They had 15 against the St. Louis Blues, and they got two power play goals. So there's some context for the most power plays for one team, or most times the team has been shorthanded, however you want to look at it. The Oilers were shorthanded 10 times. Uh, Blackhawks had 10 power plays last night. So then I was digging for another stat, and I couldn't find it by doing searches and sorts of tables online. So I emailed the NHL, and their stats crew is really great about finding stuff if you ask. So I said, hey, I got the Leafs with 16 power plays as the most in one game. Um, the combined power plays for the Oilers and the Hawks was 17. What's the most combined power plays in a game? Oh, my goodness. They sent me the top three, and the Oilers are in two of them. Okay? And one of them was a playoff game. April 11, 2003, the Oilers and the Dallas Stars combined for 25 power play opportunities. 25 power play opportunities. Dallas had 19 of them. <laughs> and the Oilers had six. Dallas won the game 6-1. I went on Hockey Reference and found the box score for this game. Uh, it looked like it got a little out of control, especially in the third period. So there you have it. The, the most combined power plays in an NHL game is 25. It's a playoff game between the Oilers and the Stars from 2003. And Dallas had 19 of those power plays. On two occasions, teams have combined for 24 power plays. That Washington-Atlanta game that I already mentioned. Because um, Atlanta had 15 and Washington had 9. And then the other game that had 24 power plays... Oilers and Los Angeles Kings, December 23rd, 2005. So that's from the 05-06 season. Uh, the Oilers went 3-for-12 on the power play. The Kings went 3-for-12 on the power play. Or pardon me, the uh, the Kings went 0-for-12 on the power play. The Oilers went 3-for-12. The Kings went 0-for-12. And uh, the Oilers won the game 5-3. So interesting. If you look at the list of most power plays by one team in a game, the Oilers are tied for second on that list. And then if you have most combined power plays in an NHL game, the Oilers have the number one game and are tied for the second most in a game. Uh, I I got to admit, I don't really remember that 6-1 game. I'll have to bring this up to Stoff tomorrow. I'm sure he'll remember it. Probably because uh, one team had, uh, the Dallas Stars had over three times as many power plays as the Oilers. 19 power plays for that game in the Dallas Stars. So that Leafs record, the 16, that'd be a regular season record that they had 16 in a game. So anyway, just uh, fun stats to look up because when there were that many penalties in the game last night, I wanted to find the context for, hold on a minute, uh, you know, how, how does this rate to other penalty-filled games? Quite penalty-filled, but really, at the end of the day, nowhere near the uh, the most penalty-filled game in NHL or in Oilers history. All right, 780-496-0063. It is going into Halloween weekend. We've been taking your, uh, your thoughts, your suggestions, your votes for scariest monster-slash-creature in a movie cannot be a human being. 
Kellen, are you there? I am here, yes. Yeah. Uh, we've got a lot of uh, messages on oh, that. Brian Brian from Harlan uh, texts in and says, his wife says Jabba the Hutt, scariest thing ever. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, he's kind of creepy, sluggy looking, isn't he? I can mm-hmm. see how he would upset people. Uh, Dr. J says, does the predator qualify? Yes. it. Do- yeah, I would say the predator qualifies. Definitely not human. Predator's pretty good. That's a good suggestion. Unknown text. We got the name of the monster uh, that we were looking for earlier. Uh, his name is Pinhead. It is Pinhead from Pinhead. Hellraiser. Okay. Yeah. That's what I, I thought it might have been called Pinhead. Okay. Appreciate that. Somebody's up on their horror movies. Mm-hmm. So Hellraiser's the movie. Pinhead is the, the guy. Okay. And he's not human, I guess. He looks human, but I assume, I assume he's not human. Is he a demon or, or some sort of evil force of nature? I don't know. Yeah. We'll have to he's see a Hellraiser. Further information on that. <laughs> Reed, how about Godzilla? Big and scary. And then it's from Greg. And I think autocorrect messed with this message here, but it, it looks like Godzilla is coming to Commonwealth at the end. So uh, breaking news, I guess. I don't know. Looks like Godzilla is coming to Commonwealth. Okay. Yeah. We'll have to Google that. Well, we got a lot. Do we have any votes for the ones we've already talked about? We have to declare a winner. Um... No, the, these are all yeah, brand new ones. I think that come ones. in. So wow, that's a, yeah. that's incredible. The, the and so earlier, Shay Ganim had people's favorite candy bar. So I was listening to Shay this morning, and then he sent me the final results. So favorite candy bar, it was O Henry, followed by peanut butter cups, followed by Wonder Bar. I can't eat any of those because of my nut allergy. <laughs> so I, I would vote for the Mars Bar. Okay. Uh, I'm an old Henry guy myself. Okay, yeah, see, I can't eat those. As, as Well, I mean, I could physically eat it, but I would get quite ill or perhaps need to be hospitalized. Well, uh, my, my favorite candy would kill you. What's that? M&M peanuts. Oh, yeah, regular M&Ms I can have, but I can't have the peanut. Yeah. I'm not a big M&M yeah. guy. Anyway, so, that, so that's why we decided. So we might not have a winner for the – now, my top three out of the suggestions – Mm-hmm. I'd have to go with the xenomorph of whatever of all the aliens from Alien. We can just bundle them together. But sure. if, I think the guy meant the classic first movie. I would say that one. I, the Chucky doll you got to put up there. Yeah, yeah, he'd be in my top uh, five. Now I have not seen the movie Christine, but I got to give Joaquin Gage props for suggesting the car. Yeah, right? the fifty-eight Plymouth a, is that, a scary vehicle. Right, that's such a <laughs> unique thing to sort of have as the monster in a in a horror movie it's it's a car i think mm-hmm. it was a possessed car i would assume um so there we go i mean the, the, whoever suggested the dragon from never-ending story they get <laughs> okay wait maybe i'm thinking of the wrong thing because the, the never-ending story they're flying around on that big white thing that looks kind of like a dog right yeah but there's also a dragon in it besides that it's been like i saw that movie 40 years ago when i was a kid i always thought it was a dragon it just was a really oh, was that crappy render of one or crappy it looks, puppetry it looks or something. sort of like a bichon shih tzu cross that's <laughs> okay <laughs> that's how i pictured it in my head I don't, I don't know if that's what it actually looked like or not. Did you want a couple more of the new ones that came in? Oh, anyway? Dark Tootin, sort of, I do. I'm all right, here we go. So, all right. Uh, this one's from Scott Hall, who texts in. He says, hey, Reed and Kellen, if you have a vote for Damien, how about young Linda Blair as Regan McNeil in The Exorcist 1? Yeah, Talk about good. being a demon child. Yeah. Still scary 50 years later. Yeah. Now, again, I guess c- kind of a possessed human, but we'll we'll take that as a vote. Yeah, that's a creepy movie for sure. Her head spun around. Yes, and had... Nasty stuff and coming she out. Barfed up pea soup. <laughs> yeah, it's not very appealing looking. Uh, Susie texts in and says the ground worm from Tremors. Oh, that's a fun movie too. Yeah, that's uh, 
Kevin Bacon and the dad from Family Ties. Michael Gross, was that his name? I, yes, I think so. And I think who was uh, the... Heather Locklear wasn't the wife, was she? No, I don't think so. Fred Ward was in that. I'm just looking it up quickly now. Uh, who do we have here? Kevin Bacon, Fred Ward. Oh, okay. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Finn Carter was uh, one of the female leads. Oh, Reba McIntyre was the, was, uh, was Mike, played Michael Gross's wife's game. Oh, wow. Yeah, Reba McIntyre. Oh, and I think we have a winner, Reed. Uh-oh. Um, these all came in at the same time. Uh, I've got four unnamed texts, and I got one from Rick, and I got one from Sean, all saying the same four letters, Cujo. See, oh, they probably coordinated that, but good for them. Yeah, that's a good one. A scary dog. And that that's the thing about horror movies. Can you take something that is everyday and lovable and then make people afraid of it? Your car, your dog. Cujo's a good one. Okay, Cujo's, Cujo's going to be the winner. Cujo wins. Monster slash creature, and it ties into this being a sports show because the Oilers had a goaltender. His nickname was Cujo. So Cujo wins. Uh, we'll give second place to the Xenomorph from Alien, and uh, we'll give Chucky third place. Honorable mention to the car, too. And, oh, and the car gets uh, strong fourth. He gets the fourth star of the game for Jandel Holmes. We'll give Love him a plug tonight. All right. Well, thanks for all those, everybody. I appreciate when you uh, participate in my wacky ideas. Oilers and Flames tomorrow, 6.30 face-off show. The game will be at 8. Oilers traveled today, so no practice, uh, no updates there. We'll see what the lineup's going to look like at the morning skate. We'll take you to the weekend with some more fun. Name the animal coming up. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers. Go to jameshbrown.com. Raptors losing tonight 112-90 to the Philadelphia 76ers. All right, well, that was a song by the one and only Lawrence Gowan, Strange Animal, which means we are going to do Name the animal. Far too long since we've done this. It is mm-hmm. our award-winning segment. It's an award that Kellen and I gave ourselves, and uh, it really is one of the things that uh, keeps me going. So here's how it works. First of all, it is a game. It is fun. It is not a contest. If you want to participate, you do so only for entertainment and educational purposes. You as the listener can't win anything. You can only help me or play along at home. At some point today, Kellen went to the 630 Ched Animal Sanctuary, which is adjacent to the 630 Ched Broadcasting Compound. And depending on the size and demeanor of the animal, he either brought that animal back into the control room with him to make its noise live on the radio, or he recorded its noise and he's going to play it for me. I can't know which because that might tip me off as to what it is. I then have basically an unlimited number of guesses. (laughs) to name the animal. I have about three and a half minutes worth of guessing because that's uh, how much time is left in the show. So, Kellen, without any further ado, let's name the animal. Here we go. 
That is downright creepy. <laughs> Going into Halloween weekend. Okay, can you play that again? No, it is not. Is it wolves? It is wolves, It yes. is wolves. You know what? Okay, when you first played that, I thought, I wonder if he's playing something from a horror movie, since it's the, the Halloween theme, or something from a movie. And I... Yeah, this is freaky right here. Yeah, it is. I, 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 I was able to discern it the second time, but the first time through, it almost sounded uh, mechanical or artificial to me. And I, I almost guessed the the alien probe from Star Trek Four that was playing the whale sounds. I liked how you started laughing before I even got there. Boy, so you'd be fun to take camping. Holy yeah, smokes! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey everybody, there's an alien probe here. Okay, well that was good. And uh, anybody who has uh, lived in a rural area as uh, as I did growing up, now we didn't have wolves howling. We had coyotes howling mm-hmm. near our house north of Evansburg. Uh, the coyotes obviously have been doing some nasty things uh, here in the city to some people and some dogs, unfortunately. But wolves yeah. generally, uh, I guess, would be a larger and a little more menacing animal if you got to do an encounter with one. And that is that, that is a great touch to use. Can you do that one more time? I love that howl. Yeah, that's see the the first time through I didn't pick up on all the different voices, so to speak. It just sounded like there, a, there's about three or four of them yeah, in this. Yeah, that's that's file amazing. Here. All right, so Unreal. I did I did okay. I got it on the second try. I've, I think I've only got it on the first try twice, and I've got a couple on the second try. Usually you have to give me multiple hints. So there mm-hmm. we go. It is wolves for name the animal tonight. That was fun. Uh, second minute of the second period here, at Rogers Place, Hitman leading the Oil Kings, one nothing. Uh, World Series updated score is now 5-4. The Phillies are still, no, it's 5-5. Phillies are still batting in the top of the fifth. They have tied it up 5-5. It was 5-0 for the Astros. First half is over. Winnipeg leads BC 17-6 in the CFL. Uh, NHL tonight, Islanders beat the Hurricanes 6-2. Golden Knights over the Ducks 4-0. Bruins over the Blue Jackets 4-0. Devils blank the Avalanche. One zip. I will join you at 6.30 tomorrow night for the face-off show, Oilers and Flames. The play-by-play with Jack and Bob will start at 8. Thanks to Dave Campbell, the producer of Inside Sports, Kellen Kennedy, your studio producer, doing a great job. Thanks to you for listening and participating in the fun stuff tonight. My name's Reed. Take care.